Hello and welcome to the Good Boys Gone Bland Haunted Holiday Hotel. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 4, Episode 5, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I'm your co-host, Jace. We did it, guys. We all, we all agreed on our position this time. I think this is the only time where we were like, oh, oh, we're all co-hosts. You know, I think we normally go through this kind of shtick yeah. where, you know... I'm just maybe maybe I I ruined the moment by you know by even mentioning it, but I'm psyched that we're all on the same page this time. It's like uh, pitching a perfect game, you know. Yeah, we 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 really knocked that intro out of the park. This is our fifth episode um, in the haunted holiday hotel season. Uh, for those of you loyal watchers who listen to all of our episodes in a row, and you're thinking, hey, wait a sec, uh, I thought the guys said they're going to be reviewing Midsummer this week. Uh, well, you're not crazy. That was the original you plan. You didn't hear that. <laughs> you are crazy. You never heard it. We never said that. We're coming from the inside of your head. Uh, we we uh, did attempt to do Midsummer. Um, Ryan and Jace did their due diligence watching the movie. Um, I did try to watch the movie. I made it about 20 minutes in. I've been pretty forward with being a sensitive person to scary movies. Um, I hit the eject button. Thank you guys for uh, understanding my mental breakdown <laughs> of this movie. Um, so in in lieu of just having two of us watch this movie uh, while I ejected, uh, we decided to do an emergency pivot uh, to a different midsummer holiday um, because we decided midsummer was just uh, not only did I not like it it was pretty fucked up um uh, <laughs> it was riffable. probably hard to, hard mm, to riff on for not us riffable. <laughs> we had an emergency gbgb meeting um and we decided to do a more i guess fun <laughs> midsummer <laughs> holiday uh which was fourth of july um ryan you pitched uh, i know what you did last summer uh which was a great pick which is what we reviewed this week a classic yeah um, um by the way you're welcome yeah, th- thank you. Th- thank you, Ryan. You're welcome for uh, pitching Midsummer. <laughs> hey, I was totally on board for Midsummer. And then, like, I was like, Jesus Christ. So, here's a warning for those of you who are uh, sensitive like me, and that's totally okay. Uh, Midsummer's a lot. It's a lot, guys. A24, congratulations. You made a fucked up movie, and I couldn't finish it. It was fucked up, guys. It was fucked up. Um, Fine. Um, I mean, that's kind of the idea behind horror is that like it pushes boundaries and it makes you in some ways afraid of dying. Right. Um, But sometimes those lines can get blurred Mm -hmm. and there's no shame in that. And if any of our viewers are like, well, God dang it, (laughs) I watched (laughs) these movies before (laughs) your episodes come out. Uh, We're sorry. I don't think that probably happened, but uh Hopefully yeah, you can watch you can watch this. I know you did that summer instead. Do you? Yeah, watch that movie instead. Ryan Spitfire Midsummer. What are you giving it? Oh, man, I probably give it a nine. A nine. That's pretty good. That's a good score. And a holiday meter. Ooh, Spiritometer? Uh, I'm going to give it a go with six. 
Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm feeling with you. I'm going five on the spiritometer for Midsummer, and then probably eight. Okay. Eight for the movie. Solid. That's a good score. Well, there we have it, folks. It's uh, fucked now, up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's know fucked that. Up. If you are listening to this, this right now and you did not watch it, it is a not maybe endorsement if you have a strong... If you don't care, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to say it. No, yeah. It's, you know, up. if you got a good stomach, go ahead it's and It's an uncomfortable it. movie, no matter who you yeah. are, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like they have a checklist, and they're like, okay, we got these people. Next scene, we got these other people. <laughs> so those of you who are like fuck i just watched this movie and i was hoping to look for these these good boys to help us help me digest this film i hope our scores are enough for you um go 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 do yourself a favor and do a palate cleanser you know watch uh, i know what you did last summer and come back to this episode um and we can we can go through this together or just stick around and uh we can go through this journey together yeah honestly you don't have to watch these movies you don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to listen to this there's honestly a lot of our i've talked to a few of our our audience members like they they don't always watch the movies like i've had i've gotten texts that are like oh dude thanks for for digesting that movie for me because i was gonna watch it but it sounds dog shit terrible and I, i'm not gonna see it now that so, sounds like one yeah. entire season that we did yeah <laughs> i wonder which one it was <laughs> that ass like um so yeah. this oh. oh sorry go ahead jace I was going to say, if you ever wanted to find out what your TV tastes like, uh, watch I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> <laughs> we need a palate cleanser. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is definitely the hottest cast I think we've ever had. Um, we've got late 90s uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Ryan Philippe, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and of course Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, big hitters. Uh, for the late 90s, early 2000s gang. Um, but before we get into the details of the movie, um, this movie, as you know, is a 4th of July movie. I, I thought maybe it might be fun to talk about maybe our favorite 4th of July activities. Maybe do you guys have like a favorite 4th of July food at like a barbecue or whatever, or, or a tradition you guys do for the holiday? Um, yeah, I mean, I have a small tradition. Since I've been living on the East Coast, I've been spending oh, yeah. every Fourth of July with uh, one particular couple friend of ours, friends, and uh, so they live in Washington D.C. So we'll either drive down there, or they'll come up here, and we do like a barbecue. Oh, sick! They live in D.C. Yeah, you guys like steal the Declaration of Independence every year. It's pretty cool. To... That's what kind of yeah, why, exactly. why I want to do like a you know Nicholas Cage season. We could have maybe them on as a guest. He's oh, locked and loaded. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> Jace, do you have any 4th of July festivities you like to do? You know, nowadays I just sit up with my eyes open in bed and think if you shoot off one more firework, I'm going to come out there and kick your ass. <laughs> my God. Are we at that point already? No, no. I hate fireworks. <laughs> my, um, I like fireworks night of. Yes, yeah. totally. No, that's totally, yeah. totally different. Like July 4th, the reason I don't like fireworks is not because of July 4th and New right. Year's. I don't like fireworks because of the 65 other nights that they set them <laughs> off at the park, literally right out my fucking window. Who the fuck are these people my who are like, neighbors. oh, six days before the 4th, baby, light them up. Like, who yeah. are these people who, who don't, you know, probably don't own a calendar. That's totally fine. But are just, just in case, shooting them off for like a good, you know, couple weeks. Uh, prior to the holiday just to make sure they hit the date real good i think it's the the type of person that goes and buys fireworks early 
is also the type of person to not have like um impulse control mm-hmm. right <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting there and they're staring at these fireworks for weeks like oh i just got oh ah, i just gotta do one of them i gotta blow it my neighbors we sound like curmudgeons by the way <laughs> oh, i know right but so i would have said the same thing i would have made fun of us right if i if i was these idiots these guys are wankers but with a dog that gets like riled oh, up whenever man, there's yeah. fireworks um it's a different thing right because it's kind of we have to be home like we have to make sure we're home when fireworks are going off so we can't leave the dog alone in the evening or else he'll like you know right be not oh, a poor guy dog. um I feel like regarding fireworks, I've talked to people from other states and it feels like everybody has the same situation where you kind of drive to like the sketchy kind of like backwoods part of your state um, or across state lines to purchase fireworks in this like one firework commune where there's like 30 stands in a row and you just you just pay cash and you like drive like 100 miles back. Uh, We had the same deal in Alaska. Um, it was like that when I went to Chicago, they would drive to Indiana. It's like that in Los Angeles. It's like that in Seattle. Um, it, it's kind of wild. Like, I don't know if you guys have any sketchy firework memories, um, but I just remember, you know, me and my family picking up a huge amount of fireworks, spending hundreds of dollars. Um, my family members getting lit as fuck and then just lighting these off on the frozen lake, uh, during new years. And then just like having a lot of really close calls. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad's work friends so it's a similar situation and that my dad's work friends would always throw like a new year's and fourth of july party growing up yeah and they would always get way too inebriated and somebody would mess up somebody right. would have the box like tip over oh my god <laughs> or uh somebody would throw the empty packages on the um fire oh my and not god. realize that a certain x yep. percent of fireworks don't go off and the gunpowder is just sitting there yep so, folks, make sure you have a designated explosives expert. You know, everyone has a DD. Just have one guy who just doesn't drink for like an yeah. hour. Like, I want just D-E. have one DE. Yeah, DE. Designated exploder. Yeah. And, and that dude explodes stuff real good. So good, guys. Everything and then but you your fingers. Later. Yeah. Every time I hear fireworks, like, like 4th of July or something, I'm like, you know, there's, there's less fingers in the world <laughs> now than there was. A short period ago, you you set like a, a timer, like a day after the the fifth of July. It's always the net number of fingers goes down. It goes way down. It hits like nine point nine nine that nine, day for a while. Nine months later, it goes back up to normal. <laughs> yeah, what's what's more, babies are, you know, the polydactyly babies too, kind of even it out eventually. Um, I remember one of the close calls we had, and and Jesus Christ, guys, be careful with fireworks. But uh, one of them that we had, as I remember, we were on the lake, and I was about ten years old, and uh, they, you know, one of those like mortar cannon style fireworks where you shoot it off, go straight in the air. Um, we lit this one, and it shot up about six inches instead of shooting <laughs> up like a couple feet. And this this thing goes off and we all just drop like it's like the Vietnam War and we're getting like shelled. It was the craziest thing. Um, I remember like those like huge colorful streaks just going all towards the side of me. We were all covering our faces. I thought we all fucking died, dude. Like it was the craziest thing. Uh, my dad was literally on top of this thing. Um, everyone was fine. It was it was a miracle. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of duds, guys. There's a lot of fireworks deaths. We used to uh, who, who you, 
20, both of you have played with an M80 before, right? Seal bomb? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a rite of passage for yeah. any redneck kid. Yeah. My favorite thing was definitely the little pot of gasoline with the M80 on a no. stump, and then you put a giant <laughs> over it. No. <laughs> it's not what? A, not a firework. <laughs> Still an explosive. You, yeah, you, uh, you, you get a little plastic food cup like a cool up container you pour some gasoline yeah. into it you put it okay. on a stump and you get like a fits kind of tightly over the stump mm -hmm. you light the m80 put it on the stump and it shoots that motherfucker like 60 feet into the air <laughs> oh my God. now now ryan um right real quick just real quick here uh jace just told our audience how to make a type of bomb oh, here do not <laughs> do our, this please uh... <laughs> you this is not legal advice, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not try do this not. at home. Uh, Jace is not a good example. We're actually probably going to edit one of those steps out so that you cannot oh, do this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna edit the step out. We're gonna take out the part where Jace throws a potato in there or something. <laughs> uh, the most critical step. Uh, Jace is an engineer though, so he's probably right about making these things. No, no, he's so, wrong. There, there's he's, a step that's been omitted for legal there's reasons. There's been a step, and don't make one of these. That sounds fucking crazy, Jace. I've never done anything like that. <laughs> you got some real redneck engineering inside you. It was it was Thomas, because his dad worked oh, for that yeah. fishing company. He would yeah. buy seal bombs or get seal bombs from one of the fishing vessels and he'd bring them home. And we'd have a shit ton of mortars uh, <laughs> way out, you know, yeah, in the boonies. And we yeah. would just get, get into it. Dear God. Well... <laughs> excellent man guys don't do this don't super do don't do this look up there's there is like literally millions of hours of youtube videos to show you what this will do so no need for a live audience for this one yeah and also just look up the cool fireworks displays you don't have to have your own yeah it's just as good seeing it on youtube um you guys uh you guys fuck with hot dogs i fucks with we'll hot transition. dogs bro i fucks with hot dogs you fuck with hot dogs yeah I, well, dude i fuck with hot dogs Everyone kind of has like there's you know it's like the Coke and Pepsi debate you know hot dogs or burgers. Um, do you guys Not have a all. do you guys have a preference between hot dogs and burgers? Burgers, burgers, burgers always. Yes, Be well, so because they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not the same. That is the same. Coke and Pepsi, dude. Choose a side. Coke. Well, you're talking about that would be Pepsi. more like brand of hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like okay. Oscar Mayer versus Ballpark. Dude, no one's like Oscar Mayer versus Ballpark, dude, but everyone's like, you want a hot dog or you want a burger? And I'm like, I want a fucking hot dog, dude. Just a plain hot dog. Yeah. Okay, is usually not going to be better than a, than a burger. Okay, let me That's ask fair, you this. Because it's just a bunch really of good, buttholes. There are, <laughs> yep. really, there are really good hot dogs. Yep. I, I love hot dogs. I'm a sausage connoisseur. Thank okay. You. Yeah. However, uh, I think the burger scale goes higher. Oh. And it starts higher. I think that hot, like a plain hot dog mm -hmm. is worse than a plain burger. Okay. If um, I've got it. Yeah. If I am at somebody's house and it's like a Walmart 12 pack of frozen yeah. burgers versus they probably picked Oscar Mayer hot dogs because it's the mm -hmm. equivalent, might. Go hot dog. Oh, baby. We got two hot well, dogs. I can put, well, that's the thing is, I can put hot dogs away. Yeah. Line yeah. the hot dogs up. Okay. And they'll go down. <laughs> the burger yeah. skill, the, the burger mountain, burger mountain is higher. 
Well, right. You you have to you have to make sure that your burgers burgers yeah are cooked correctly. That's sure. something that hot dogs don't have to even compete with. Of course. Can I can I posit this as well? Uh, fair points, Ryan. Don't get me wrong. Burgers are great, but are there any burger eating competitions? No. Yes. Uh, there are hot dog eating competitions. You got celebrities like uh, fucking what's his name, Joey Chestnut, who's the the champion hot dog eater. Uh, do oh, you hear yeah. about these people on the news? Uh, you can just do, I really like down. I really like Fred Acorn. Fred Acorn. He's the Pepsi version of Joey Chestnut. Washington has an annual okay. July Fourth burger eating competition. Yeah, they're all over, dude. Holy shit! And I like, literally yeah, yeah. any burger restaurant, any like Texas style or like Southern yeah, yeah. style burger restaurant will have like a burger eating thing. Thirty-four know, burgers I... in ten minutes. Oh my god! Hey, we should do that. We should have like a hot dog eating competition. I um. I've thought about it. Look, I don't. Do you guys? Do you guys have a number about how many hot dogs you've eaten in like one sitting? Before? I ate seven like pounds most. of crab once, so I think yeah. I can put away some hot dogs. <laughs> you can do. You can do, Jace. I, I put my money on you because I think I've seen you eat the most volume of things. Um, I think out of anybody. I think. Um. I yeah. I think uh, Jace has eaten more food than anybody else that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Jace, I think, is a marathon eater. I'm kind of like a sprinter. I can kind of eat things really fast, but I think I get full a little faster. Oh, I, you know? I'm like a brisk walker. Okay, yes, you're right in the middle. You're, you're kind of the speed walker. I, I cannot eat fast or else. Well, I do eat somewhat fast, but like if I do, then I really don't have a good time. I think it right. would terrible bowels. Yeah, it's bad theory. toilet time. Ryan, I, I, this memory is vivid, and I might have actually mentioned it on the podcast before. It, I think it was senior year, and we were sitting somewhere, and I was like, man, I wish, like, I wish I had a six-pack. You were like, Jace, you are one of the most fit people I know, and if you didn't eat like shit every single <laughs> fucking day, you would also be... You- <laughs> That's the, that's the pep talk you need to give your friends, guys. <laughs> he, like, roasted me for, like, five minutes. And I probably I was probably eating a pudding cup with chocolate chips in it. Like, what? I remember that, dude. I remember that. So, yeah, I can slam I, some hotties. <laughs> Slamming hotties, dude. That's, that's, a good, that's a good phrase for uh, eating hot dogs. I think I've done six in a barbecue before that's not that I'm about impressive to say my my, my number is probably yeah. five i think that's i've a, killed a pack before that's pretty good i like a pretty. barbecue other people were at oh yeah yeah i think i've killed six like throughout a whole barbecue yeah and i was try, you know i was trying for was me trying. usually it's like camping and like mm-hmm. julie will have like one hot dog yeah and like the, usually you go camping fourth of july or something like that and like my friends will have like one hot dog and there'll be like two packs of hot dogs left over <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm not eating anything else. You guys think those champion hot dog eaters, like, when they're eating normal hot dogs at campsites, do you think they're still doing the same technique? <laughs> like, like they, where they inhale the hot dog in, like, one microsecond, where they, like, <laughs> and they kind of just keep doing, like, a yeah, bunch? no other you way. Know, do, do you think those competitions have any sort of guidelines or rules based on, like, uh, modifications you can make to your body? okay well, like what do you sur- think is like surgery type modifications imagine if someone like had like a 
pneumatic yeah. tube installed. Oh. Like like they used at the bank in the nineties. Oh, like a fan inside their another tube that sucks the hot dogs down. Like super if you put fast. a vacuum in your butt. Yeah, vacuum. <laughs> yeah. And so it goes like down. Do you have like a third esophagus? And also you could probably eat them faster if you yeah. were like having like holding your head out the window of a car that's going really fast. Like a ramjet yeah, yeah. engine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So what? have someone kind of like throw them, throw them into <laughs> into your mouth wouldn't you want to be laying flat so that your like body is flat. a straight line okay. you'd be laying flat on the roof of a car okay <laughs> and the car hits like 100 miles an hour and you, then you start eating the hot dogs because the the airflow gets jammed down your throat and it helps oh. the whole system so if you show up with about 400 pounds of equipment uh and you're laying vertically and you have like all these lubricated hot dogs and 10 assistants to shove them <laughs> in your mouth and everyone's got the same rig. Yeah, so that, that's my question. At what point would they say, okay, this is now no longer hot dog eating? I say as long as it goes past your teeth. <laughs> okay, but then we're introducing a lot of variables past the teeth. Like, we're talking about mechanized equipment and vacuum tubes. Yeah, the tongue goes out yeah. and in okay. comes like a rotor. <laughs> like, like a conveyor belt. Okay, this is this is turning into like Warhammer 40k. This could be a pretty like, ho- this could be a horror movie, except like instead of human centipede, it's like yeah. human hot dog eater, <laughs> <laughs> human trash compactor. I don't know if this is more crazy than human centipede. <laughs> I took like, out his tongue and I installed a, a dishwasher disposal, and he grinds up the hot dogs. Yeah, that's probably way better than the ramjet scenario. Probably. You know, real talk, guys, like, um, is performance-enhancing drugs, like, illegal in hot dog eating competitions? Like, can you get high mm. and, and go? Like, because, you know, someone's brain is, like, way more down to eat, like, 30 hot dogs if they're, if they're stoned out of their gullet, you know? Is, is there a national body that governs uh, the major mm-hmm. hot dog eating competitions that you're discussing? Almost certainly in America. Um... <laughs> However, in other countries, I can't say. You got to think of a country that is super down with hot dogs, but probably won't be as regulated as us. Antarctica, perhaps? And that's where the real hot dog eating competitions, no holds barred, uh, goes in. We could start that. We could start a grassroots hot dog eating like... Uh... Like a real league. Yeah, I want, I want it to be on an oil... I want it to be like yeah. when you imagine like Street Fighter... And you yeah, yeah. select a random stage. Like I want, oh. what, I want my hot dog eating competition to be on an oil rig in, yeah, like a transatlantic oil be... rig. Okay, that's a good idea. We could go to like a like Enter the Dragon, yeah, style where there's like an island, and there's one okay. guy who owns the island, and <laughs> the contestants aren't fighters; they're competitive eaters. Dude, this guy can't do this all in one day, man. He can't beat 12 competitive eaters going up the fucking tower in one day. It could be two days. Okay, because this guy beats like six people in a hot dog eating contest in one day. Let's say by some miracle. Um, and then like he gets to the middle and this dude is, is hot dogless. The guy he's beating like it's going to it's going to he's going to hit a wall like Bruce you Lee. Just, you're, yeah, yeah. But you would just let them rest for a bowel movement. That's I don't know, man. I feel like after a hot dog eating competition, I think this dude needs like medical intervention for months. 
from all the nitrates and all the the buttholes he I just ate. I don't see how that yeah, is yeah. more far-fetched than a <laughs> competition where they fight to the death. <laughs> like, like your problem with this is that they would be full afterwards? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I feel like if I ate 30 hot dogs and I'm like, okay, I slept, time to eat 30 more, my body's not going to be ready. So, um... Uh, after time expires in the hot dog eating competition, eaters may relieve themselves however they wish. So if you need to poop yeah, yeah. or vomit, totally allowed. <laughs> so he's um, good. He, he's just going to finish in time and then be like, yeah. next. The final boss is always where the hero has to meet their limit. You know, they hit their wall and they got to push just one farther. You know, it's usually how those anime rules go, you know, or like in Kung Fu it's movies, like they hit their limit. So like the boss, are they just kind of neck and neck with hot dogs? And then there's like a half a hot dog left. And like, dude, there's no way his stomach's full. But he just finds that extra space to, to shove the last bit down. And now the more we talk about this, the more I think this is actually a good idea. Why isn't there a movie about competitive eating like the way there is other sports? Um, well, it doesn't have to be hot dogs every time either. But it, is it better with... Oh, wings. Oh, switch it up. Airbud? That that's how that's how <laughs> an Airbud competitive eating movie. <laughs> there ain't no rules. <laughs> Set a dog can't eat this shit. It can't be a chicken wing eating episode. <laughs> that's how the final boss gets them. They switch to chicken wings in the last event. Oh shit! But then Airbud's smart enough to know to eat around the bones. Yeah. You know, you're not wrong. I think you <laughs> might be right there, guys. We did it. I think we hit all of the checklists of a GBGB episode. Um, we mentioned hot dogs, eating, and then an Airbud Airbud pitch. <laughs> uh, Jace, is there anything we're missing in a typical GBGB's episode? Um, a a superhero pitch that will come mid movie yeah. discussion. Okay, okay. You want to? <laughs> Yo, real quick, like, speaking of hot dogs, I was I was kind of going through um, the Los Angeles subreddit just to kind of see local news. Um, did you guys hear about the guy who bought a Magic Mountain annual pass um, and survived on, like, pretty much Magic Mountain nachos and hot dogs for about seven or eight years every single day and, like, paid off his student loan and bought a house? Genius. How much is it? Wait, okay. So, okay, mm. so let's, yeah. This well, dude, okay, so I so I got Six Flags. I have a Six Flags season pass. Okay, you have an annual pass, but it doesn't include like the food. But there is one that includes food every day. Mm-hmm. This dude, Dylan, electrical engineer. Dylan. Of course, it's implied that he's an electrical engineer. I love <laughs> everything guy. about this. Um, and from Santa Clarita, California. Um, he paid one hundred and fifty dollars for an unlimited uh year-round access to Six Flags, which includes two free meals per day lunch and dinner um this dude was going to six flags he said about five or six days a week um for about seven or eight years and then was eating pretty much all of his meals he was like in the first year i don't think i ever went to the grocery store <laughs> I, I timed it so i was able to go there during my lunch break at work go back to work and stop by for dinner on my way home uh going on roller coasters was a great way to blow off steam <laughs> after work <laughs> So the thought of this of a dude waiting in line after work and just going on roller coasters every single day after work, I think is is brilliant. Genius. 
Oh, wait, sorry. Did you say how much it was? Six, how much was the pass? The pass is 150 bucks. Which, for an annual pass. That's what this dude said. Yeah. With two meals a day. He was kind of talking about um, the different foods because I, th I think he said the first year he was eating nothing but ice cream and hot dogs, but he noticed some like health effects after a year. <laughs> so he was talking about like trying to oh, find that like, made you change. Yeah, this, you know, there's like a chicken Not the salad fact that you bar. Were literally eating ice cream and hot dogs <laughs> every single day. <laughs> he said uh, in order to get like he said he has the time his like entry and exit to, you know, match with his lunch break. And he said in order to get to the healthy salad bar, he has to walk through the water park. But he's in like a business casual suit. <laughs> so the thought of this dude running through a water park with like a suit and tie or like a, a tie and a tucked in shirt to get a hot dog and running out, I think is really good. It took this guy's wife yeah. moving in with him to make him stop doing this. <laughs> oh, my God. But I think she they met at the water park. Wow. He said, uh. When the park is full or if he has a busy day at work, Dylan is forced to settle for something towards the front of the park, like the much-dreaded chicken balls. Quote, I got so sick of those chicken balls, he says. I'd estimate I got them around 150 times, and at five per meal, that's around 750 balls. I don't know if I could ever eat them again. <laughs> what? Holy crap. He's never kept an official tally of how many meals he's eaten at Six Flags, but he, he's, he's guessing around 2,000. Wow. For a grand total of, God, whatever, seven times 150,000 bucks. That's insane. That's Lee pretty cheap. good. Like, and he said his favorite um, Six Flags Magic Mountain meal. And this is, okay, this, if there is ever an expert of Six Flags Magic Mountain meals, it's this fucking dude. Um, it is the Thanksgiving turkey dog. Um, it's got cranberry sauce and like. Uh, That's great. Yeah, wow. slathering a mayonnaise and shit. Okay, um, well, we lost me. Turkey, dude, it looks pretty good. If you look at I don't exactly put dog, mayonnaise on anything in my turkey dinner. Yo, I don't either, but I, I'm looking at a picture right now. I think I fucked this dog up. Oh, I'm just... You can't really Google Thanksgiving turkey dog and not yeah. get pictures of dogs <laughs> and turkey costumes. <laughs> it's a win-win with the Google. Sorry, I had to I had to share that story with you guys after uh, after reading it, because I think this guy's I don't know, one of my personal heroes, I think. If if I live close to a Six Flags and can get a season pass, my kids will have it so I don't have to Dude, parent the them. season passes here are 50 bucks. <laughs> Yo, OK, this dude, he said he, he works right across the street from the Magic Mountain. Yeah. Um, he says when he gets out of his car. Um, he said to get to like the back of the park, he said it's exactly 5,000 steps on his Fitbit. Um, and that's oh, wow. usually where like the chicken salad is that he needs to get to uh, through the water park. So like this dude's got it planned out where he like gets out. He's fucking hustling, gets back to work with Six Flags food every day and then goes back again to go on rides and eat. That's the life. <laughs> huh. Well, with that. You know, guys, I think we uh, we we didn't really talk a lot about 4th of July, <laughs> but, you know, that's OK. Uh, you guys ready to, to get down with this movie or I am. But was it Dylan? Dylan. Dylan is the compacted essence of the 4th of July. And yeah, whether God he knows it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Godspeed. Um, well, with this week. 
who do we have for the synopsis this week? Is it okay? Let's let's back up for a sec. I was one. So I did MBV, My Bloody Valentine. It's you, Alan. But I think we got something twisted at some point. I did. I, thanks, I think someone. Someone did a double at some point. Yeah, we we got out of track. That's what I was trying to count last time. Me, Ryan, Jace, me, and it kind of goes like that. I started the season. Okay, so that means something got twisted. Because my last one, was I remember. I remember trying to brush it off. I remember like so. It might have not been you <laughs> to do Thanksgiving. I was trying to gaslight you guys. <laughs> I think you were right in your gaslighting. Because MBV, that means Ryan should have done Halloween. Jace should have done Thanksgiving. And then it's back to me. That means whoever did Halloween did a double. That was Jace, probably. Right? Uh, yeah, it looks like I did Halloween. Because when I do the movie description, I always forget to change the scene. Um, okay, well, that's... that's I'm, dude, I'm, I'm down. To, if we want to hit a reset button, and then I'll just... I'll do this one. And then we'll just go to Ryan and then Jason took a treat. I don't care who goes. And then Jason Halloween. So it should have been oh, you. I did Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, I'll go ahead and do I Know What You Did Last Summer. I'll do the synopsis this week. Um, this is a classic movie, guys, from 1997, endlessly parodied. I've never seen this movie before. Um, but uh, I guess before. I begin the synopsis. I, we should probably explain what we do on this show. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, you, uh, do one of you guys want to take that helm? I can do it. I think Jason did last week. All right, Ryan, take it away. We are a loosely, um, what? We, we're, we're a movie podcast that we, rates yeah. loosely related things. Yeah. Usually these are like actors, like Ben Affleck or Matthew McConaughey. But last season it was dogs. Dog movies. <laughs> yeah, and now it's horror movies that are set on holidays. Um, it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird topic, but we randomly choose these things. And so what we'll do is we'll tell you about the movies. We'll tell you our favorite parts. We'll riff on them. We'll do some bits, and then we'll come in with our spiritometers. And now in this case. That means we're going to be rating these movies on how holiday-y and how, like, how much of a holiday horror movie are they? Because that's, like, a thing, guys. That's, like, a real thing. Oh, yeah. And then, after that, we'll talk about, like, how we actually like the movie. Yeah. Which is, which is a different discussion. Entirely. It's a different... Two different meters, guys. We're, very, we're a very precise podcast. Mm -hmm. I would say we're probably the most precise movie yeah, podcast out there. there's literally zero other podcasts that have... <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. The 2,700,000 individual podcasts yeah. were the only. The only. One. With two meters. With two. We're the only one, too. Uh, the other podcasts are all bots. So, um, yeah, we also, yeah. We also do, a, 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 do, we do a, this, the metaphor this season is the Haunted Holiday Hotel. Um, oh, check out the metaphor. Graphic. Yeah, the metaphor. Um, where we're, we're stuck in this hotel. We're five DVDs deep before the hotel clerk will let us leave his terrible hotel during the holidays. Um, but now, without much further ado, uh, let's get into I Know What You Did Last Summer, featuring heavy hitters, like we said before, 
uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Michelle, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe, Freddie Prince Jr. A lot of three name actors up in here, guys. This movie stars the four of these these folks. They're teenagers. It's it's grad. It's it's after high school graduation. They're about to leave for college. They're partying it up in the middle of Fourth of July. But then record scratch. Uh, they accidentally run over a dude in the middle of the road. Um, so relatable. It's yeah. It, we've all guys. We've all <laughs> been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Awkward. So uh, they make the decision, like we all do, uh, <laughs> to, to either call the cops or throw this body over the side of the road and act like nothing happened. Obviously, they picked the second option. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a movie. They choose to cover up this this murder murder well probably murder murder. yeah well yeah yeah so and then hijinks ensue um you know it's, it turns out to be a spongebob spinoff with the hashlinging slasher uh that guy shows up and just starts hacking away at people people start getting notes that say i know what you did last summer um these kids who were trying to move on with their lives have some fun um, keep getting haunted by this gosh darn murder they committed last summer. Um, and this fisherman with a hook is coming to get him. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. We can kind of pick apart this movie conceptually from there. Um, but I think that that's that just about does it. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs are eaten. Fireworks are shot off. Hooks are thrown. Both types. Uh, so. So. Uh, <laughs> So, so first, uh, first things first, Ryan, you, you know, this is one of your favorite movies. You, you've talked about this movie before. Jace, is, your, is this your first viewing as well? This is one of those movies that feels like I have watched it at some point in the past, but wasn't like entirely paying attention. Okay. Because I got the same vibe. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I have. Maybe I've seen scenes of it on TV, like when they go visit the uh, sister who lost her brother. I'm like. Hmm. I've seen I've seen this before. Yeah, I think my um, the first impression of this movie, I think, is interesting because it's it's a panning shot over some waves and it's a grunge remix of a summer breeze that's that's playing. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a perfect period piece of the late 90s, early 2000s to a T. And I was right, man, like next to Daredevil, I think this is one of the most like uh time capsule uh type movies that i think we've seen so far yeah it's very um almost dazed and confused where the the main characters commit a murder rather than just spank people with paddles (laughs) and i don't know what's worse but it's a good movie i think it's it's a good movie it's not a great movie it's not a bad movie um, there are some things that are just like really, really interesting about this movie, and I want to talk to you guys about them. But there are also some parts where you, you, it, there's some head scratchers. And totally. Yeah. Knowing that this movie came off the back of Scream, to give a little context, mm-hmm. Kevin Williamson is the writer of this movie, and he also wrote Scream. But he wrote this before Scream, and nobody would buy it. And then Scream right. was in a, you know, a hit, and it kind of like started the resurgence of slasher movies in the 90s. And this movie got funded with the cast of all casts. Oh, yeah. Basically, and, like, proto-Scooby-Doo we got right. here. Right. Uh, yes. And it might not be as strong as Scream, 
but it's definitely like or Scooby -Doo. nearly as iconic where yeah the hook this what's what's crazy about this movie i i feel is like i feel like these characters kind of ran into a, a murderer who kind of already had his backstory already established oh my god that's like the, so that's my big thing that it's like it's such a great premise yeah but but this the last part of the movie you're like wait so so wait a minute there's another movie that we're <laughs> they missing. didn't actually do anything <laughs> like the the murder is essentially ow you, you you gave me a crank in my back after i got done murdering that guy oh and then he just goes back and gets them but like why is he so themed like normally with our other slashers we've seen this season there's like okay this dude's thing is that he uses drilling equipment because he's he's fucked up he's a miner now that's an interesting topic that topic is that i think it's a deliberate twist on how the not enemy but how the main baddie is normally portrayed whereas normally in a horror movie yeah. if you're wearing a scary costume you stick out and therefore and he does we know on screen it's that that's the bad guy but in this just that's right like by wearing a what they call it a slicker it's a fisherman's costume yeah, like a long john silver outfit like right other people in town wear that like naturally like all the time yeah. and so that's how he's able to hide his identity and appear as we don't know who it is but he's doing like themed kills yeah. right I mean, he's he's killing in a method that if you break down the character is just entirely natural. It's he's used to using a gaff. He's used to using a hook. And it's actually right. something that I think is really interesting when you go back at the end of the movie and you think about his first kill. It was sorry, Ben. Ben, I think was was Ben the uh, the bad guy. It's oh, Ben, ben was, was the bad guy. guy. The, the, the Johnny Gillespie's character. The poor soul that got Max, sucked yeah, yeah. into all this. That got Max, what the punched, fuck? Max, that Max. got that gets punched in the face by the douchey rich kid multiple times, which we I could go on and on about the, the power <laughs> hierarchy in this group of friends that literally nobody's willing to stop this kid from punching people or, and nobody <laughs> cares. But, you know, he had nothing to do with the original night that the murderer would have uh, would have known because he was knocked yeah. unconscious when he drove by. But the four people that he was interested in killing came to that fishing, that, that, that fishing hut. And that guy was, he was probably just there working. He was there was on his day working and he saw the guy that he wanted to kill come in probably rough up. I already forgot his name. Max. Yeah. Max, he, he roughs up Max. The killer sees that. He sees him interact with it. And Max, you know what I think it was? Max was like, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. And he was like, oh, this is a loose end. I can't let yeah. this guy have my kill. I can't let, ha let him mess up what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I think that's what led to him getting killed, which is unfortunate because he really had nothing to do. Max didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. He got punched in the face twice and he got the first hook. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks so bad. But he got paid afterwards. He went on to be uh, Leonard in the Big Bang Theory. That's what happens in the afterlife, guys. Yeah. Is you get on Big Bang Theory. 
But the funny thing is that he was a hottie in this movie. I thought I thought he was a good looking guy. Yeah, dude, he was like a hunk, man, swinging yeah. around those big ice blocks. Yeah, but, things, you know, those, those things weigh probably what? At okay. least eight pounds. Yeah, at least. Um, so, I mean, this this killer, he does a lot of like kind of like in My Bloody Valentine, where they have he like decorates with hearts. Like there's a scene where he sets up someone's body and just fills the trunk with crabs. Yes, I want to talk about the crabs. What the fuck was the? It's Max. Yeah, it was Max. But then, like, so he fills the trunk with crabs, right? And there's Max, and then you know, scares the shit out of JLH's character. But then, but then she goes inside, and then the the body's gone, and the crabs are gone. How did he move eighty live crabs? I know. There was my favorite. I think there was a tarp underneath his body. Oh, and and then he was able to just. I still think it's crazy. There should have been a crab leg or two. (laughs) in that in the back well, of that car i love it because jace uh deconstructed a scene in halloween and that was a great episode you guys but yeah jace deconstructed how much time it would take michael myers <laughs> to walk around a car get in the car and drive away we could do this <laughs> and i want to think also like so this killer has to be like really close when she opens the trunk because she goes inside comes back out and all the crabs are gone so i want like a behind the scenes footage or like a director's (laughs) cut where it's the bad guy not being scary at all because he's like hurried like throwing crabs in a sack oh fuck oh fuck oh she's right there oh shit and like getting nipped you know (laughs) fuck oh so jace um can you throw like one of your roommates in a trunk have them lay down on a tarp, buy 80 crabs from like the city market, whatever. Yeah. Throw them in there. And then just time how long it takes to wrap it up, pick up the body and get out of sight. Not a crab out of place. I think we can do it. I'll pitch the idea. Actually, this would be so funny. <laughs> better yet, put it in Yuri's trunk. That way she's like unsuspect, you know, and then have her like get out and have her come back and this see if she notices there's been crabs yeah okay this is gonna be tough because we got a lot of hatchbacks yeah. nowadays oh, we didn't fuck, have many yeah, of those yeah. 1997 would you smell i don't know 80 crabs yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> on a hot summer day yeah and the friends are like oh how do we know you're telling the truth that you really saw crabs well, Isn't there's that... there's crab shit everywhere. You smell like shit. <laughs> it smells like there's been 80 crabs in here on this 100 degree day. It's literally the 4th of July. Oh, JLH, everyone knows you have crab based delusions. <laughs> like what a random ass thing to make up. It's kind of I haven't watched the second movie, but I did yeah. read the premise of it. And it is kind of thematic in a way that. Like they go on to explore the premise of the fact that she's having nightmares and she's having she's seeing things because she's traumatized. Yes. So, okay. Um, I want to take 30 seconds and point out that our theme for this season is extremely close to the plot of the second movie in this series. I still know what you did last summer. They get trapped in a haunted hotel. Oh my god! And people start dropping. <laughs> hmm. I I thought you were gonna say they got trapped in like a hot dog or something. You know, something that's like even more Fourth of July themed. But <laughs> I see what I see what you mean. Um, is there a way we can make this killer more Fourth of July themed? 
you know, it's not really like a, you know, he's he's a, he's a fisherman, right? Like, right. is is there a way to kind of? He does say okay. in in Ben Willis's defense. Okay. He does say, uh, "Happy Fourth of July." Okay, that gives trying to okay. hook somebody. Totally fair. Um, maybe like a frozen rolled up Declaration of Independence that he like hits people Ooh. with, or like a firework themed kill. Oh yeah, maybe maybe just a gun, just a just a standard gun. I've got some gripes with <laughs> the gun related issue in the movie, but yeah, <laughs> he's probably drunk. That's pretty. That's pretty Fourth yeah, of July. Pretty... Maybe a, a frozen sharpened hot dog that he stabs people with. Ooh, like you know, he like sharpens the end like a pencil. That's the perfect and then... crime. And then you just eat it afterwards. Oh shit, dude! You eat the evidence. Uh oh, uh oh, Ryan, we're back in good idea territory. So he sticks like a bunch. You can buy Oscar Myers by by the six, and he got a bunch of these sharpened ones, and he takes a new one out, and then maybe like writes the name of the next. Um, his next kill. It's like the uh, icicle in the Western game. Right, right, right. And that, well, I don't know what the Western game, but I've heard of oh, using icicles to kill people. Did I just spoil a 70 year old book? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so like he stabs people with, with the, um, oh, he stabs people with a hot dog, eats the hot dog, then blows their body up with a firework, like with an M80. That'd be a. Okay. You know, no, I, I think would, we, could make, we could make a holiday horror movie. Yeah. On Fourth of July, wow! There's People a, are missing there is out. a movie. That, there is a terrible like Z movie called like Uncle Sam or something. Have him dress like Uncle Sam. He kills people with a sharpened hot dog and a gun sometimes, hmm. and blows their like body up with like six M80s. Oh, a musket, dude! Nice. This is getting pretty close yeah. to I think what Jace wants to talk about. Yeah, I want to pitch the opposite of a villain. So who stops? Who stops this dude? It's the superhero. Yeah, you know, just pitch him, man. Somebody's got to move the meat around. Okay. In the deli <laughs> counter. Yeah, yeah. How many times are we gonna talk about meat this episode? Yeah, <laughs> right. That it's kind of I because I was just, huh? Meat's gross, man. Um, yeah, it's a deli. Yeah, it's a they, deli. It's, you got to move meat around. They got to move meat around. They probably got frozen pigs somewhere if they have a big freezer and the deli dudes so um you know i'm pitching the silent assassin of the gbgbs the only person that can fight this guy because max is deadly silent this dude snuck into a house hid in a closet for a whole night and Wait, then you're talking about not Max. This is this is Ben dang, Willis. Ben, we're ben about. Willis. Yeah, Max, the first victim. OK, yeah, I'm talking about the, the baddie. Yeah, he's super silent. Oh, totally. He's pretty quick. We need another meat hooker. We need we need the hooker. <laughs> Did you just accidentally name him? <laughs> no, his name was the hooker. <laughs> he uses he uses meat hooks. And he's really quiet. So it's a fight fire with fire situation. Yes. Wait, wait. So is his hooks made of meat? No, uh, he just. He's, no, they're meat hooks. He's trained well with them. Okay. They're just meat hooks. Oh, so it's two hook people fighting. Yeah. Oh, that sounds sick, actually. That sounds pretty sick. But what's his. It's is, like, is he kind of like um it's like sub-zero versus scorpion it's like a fish hook guy and a, right, a right. pig meat hook guy 
But, but is he like Hawkeye where he's just like, he's really skilled just from his experiences or does he have like a power? I haven't gotten that far. I think Ryan yeah. had a great idea earlier. <laughs> what? He, he knows very obtusely what each person he fights oh, with did last summer. <laughs> Yeah. So he knows what they did last summer and But most of the time it's not helpful. <laughs> most of the time it's like Oh really, a road trip to Mount Rushmore? How original. <laughs> he's probably just... gonna like get most people on like tax fraud. Or like he's like, oh he fudged his numbers on the on the IRS. It gives them like it gives him a little mental edge because he can he can say yeah. something about yeah. their past and like what? <laughs> I just imagine him being like in on a meeting and then with the with the other jelly dudes who are if you don't know there are superhero group right who with very uh kind of intangible jelly based superpowers watch yeah. listen to our surviving Christmas episode if you're lost <laughs> but don't see or the movie <laughs> I'm gonna watch that movie this year. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it. And the deli dudes need a guy who just yeah. is like a normal, a normal dude. But who knows what you did last summer? But he also moves meat real good with the hooks. Very quietly, he's like he's still oh, he's a why? he's a sleuth. <laughs> Wait, why We're does merging he need to be... them? Jace, why does he need to be so quiet? Does, he's like... the silent <laughs> meat hook assassin. <laughs> He's this silent hooker, dude. Dude, I don't think I don't I don't know if I'm psyched about the name. I don't know. I don't do know if mean? that's gonna print. The hooker? I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna print. Um It's got two this, hooks. <laughs> I, yeah, I get I get the I get the name. so is the deli dudes like annoyed that he's like slapping the meat on the counter too loud and they had to fire the last six guys? He he puts them on the counter really quiet. Oh, he's yeah. And like eerily so, like, you know, when people need something, he's like, I just thought that it was maybe behind. he could answer like the job application questions very kind of easily in a way that the interviews would be like, you know, I kind of like this guy. This kind of seems like a, yeah, he seems like I would drive with him. <laughs> you know, people like you ever have those subway guys or like a, a deli guy and they kind of slap the meat straight on the, your sandwich. Oh, you, and they slap you can kind of hear it. Yeah. And it's like, does that make you want to eat it more or less? Less. Sometimes it's more for me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it gets me hyped for the sandwich when, he, when they slap it on real good. But I think it depends on the person slapping it on the meat. Um, sl slapping the meat on there. But anyways, like this guy, no noise at all when he, when he makes the subs. I think, we, I think we got some good ideas there. Um, maybe, maybe just as a last thing, this, this killer can like fly with firework jets. Just a thought. You mean oh. the hero? Uh, no, I mean like in the movie. If we redid, I know we redid last him. summer. Yeah, um, I agree. Oh, maybe you can For fly sure. with fireworks. Just like to, just lie to, with fireworks, like Iron Man style. Yeah, like I, but only once, <laughs> in like really short amounts of time. <laughs> That's actually how he dies at the end. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> he actually figures out there's no like uh, going down part of his uh, his flying mm -hmm. rig, and it's it's only the up part. It's a separate and, set of fireworks. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, oh piss. And then or they just blow up his hands, and then he spends oh. like the last scene in the movie just in the hospital, and he's like, this is a really bad idea. I, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> I'm just a statistic. Um, well, uh, let's, let's keep going through this, this movie, guys. Uh, I think we're getting, getting a little away from it again. <laughs> 
Um, so uh, there's a there's a turn in this movie. We we already kind of spoiled it, but um, for a long time in this movie, they're kind of trying to figure out who they killed or like or who's trying to kill them. Um, but they eventually find out. Um, and you guys might need to guide me through this again. The killer is the father of this girl who died a few years ago and they thought they ran over that girl's boyfriend Mm -hmm. um this father blamed that boyfriend for his daughter's death murdered the boyfriend Mm -hmm. and then they accidentally ran over this murderer with a car that night and the murderer as he was walking away from the murder scene yeah and if you guys didn't follow that that's okay because it's kind of kind of hard in the movie a little bit too. unnecessary. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary, and that's what I was talking about earlier when we t- went far afield. Yeah, <laughs> but why not just have maybe one or two possible identities, and then it ends up being one? Not like it's this guy's suit. So so this guy had a girlfriend who died, and then this one was the victim, and then like yeah. It's so complicated. And by the end, you're like, I don't give a fuck about this murderer guy. <laughs> At the end, you really don't care. Like, the yeah. bad guy should be someone who's a little bit sympathetic in a way. Like, even the old slashers would have, oh, Jason, he was drowned in the lake. You know, I, oh, I disagree. Freddy Krueger was wrongfully convicted and burned alive. Yeah. I mean, I think, Jason, I'm with you. I mean, please, you know. Because I think this guy was sympathetic. I think he was sympathetic, and I think it ad- it added it it added to the movie for me because I think there was a layer of suspense in the first time of watching this, specifically for me, not knowing who the killer was. Um, I thought it was yeah. going to be the guy. I thought it was going to be the boyfriend, and then I thought it was going to be the sister, mm-hmm. and then. Billy Blue. Um, and then Billy. And, you know, they they added I think they actually did pretty well with the backstory in this and like making you feel like you knew the history of the town because they go out of their way to say that everybody blamed the kid for killing her. Yeah. You know, and then you kind of feel for the dad. It's like, oh, he, he lost his daughter. The whole town had a huge amount of animosity towards this kid. And then he goes crazy. And I was like. Okay, sure. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. I think I'm with you there in regarding his story, but I think the way he acted um, was, yeah. was too... Murdering honest. people with fish hooks. Yeah, and like, Max was... He was clocked in. He was literally just working his shitty job, and this guy's like, I'm gonna fucking waste this dude in, like, the craziest way just because he kind of shook his fist at a guy who ran me over once. Like, I don't know, like that part. And the thing is, the fisherman killer guy. Yeah. He doesn't even take the opportunity to kill the main cast. There's multiple scenes where he goes one by one and visits each of them. And like, I obviously is toying with them and had the opportunity to kill them and chose not to. And then Max just gets it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was he just like, fuck Max? Maybe I I think think everybody was like that. Mm hmm. That's that's where I think the the prequel movie is going to come in where Max, I think, probably like, I don't know, like, you know, cut him off in traffic once. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to kill this guy, but like not for the same reasons. I kind of knew I feel like I kind of knew this killer wasn't like uh, Ryan Philippe's character or any of like the brother or anything like that, because 
Um, this guy had crazy dad strength, too. Like, this dude was hooking people and lifting them off the ground with the force. And this guy was built like a like a Mack truck. So I was like, this guy's older. And I think they didn't hide the fact that he looked like a, like a mid-40s, yeah. 50s man, too. His hands. Looked like an old guy. Um, and then it, it was so confusing, I think, the, when it finally revealed that it's this guy. My reaction wasn't, oh, my God. It was kind of like, uh, well, oh, okay. Cool. I, I guess the, the suspense is that he's killing these guys. There wasn't it wasn't like a blow you away twist. It, right. I don't even know if it was a twist. Like these four guys stumbled into a horror movie that was already happening. If they had turned around on that road and driven home, he would have yeah. lived, not known who hit them, and they never <laughs> would have been murdered. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. I really should be careful. So, yeah. There's so many like what ifs. And yeah. there's even one what if that they deliberately say, no, we're not going to do that. Jennifer Love Hewitt says, should we check his wallet when they're oh. sitting there on the dock and going to throw his body in the ocean to dispose of it? And like that would have solved the entire mystery. Mm -hmm. And you were <laughs> and, and your excuse was, no, I don't want to know who I killed. Also, um, like. I feel like they wouldn't have gotten in as I mean, I, I understand being scared, but I feel like they wouldn't really have gotten in trouble if they had just gone to the cops because or like, you know, to, to the authorities, like because the guy was in the middle of the road. No, that that's the that's the issue, too, is yeah. that like, OK, actually watching that scene a couple times, like it's a good scene. Yeah. And Freddie Prince Jr. nails it. He is the I think he's the best actor in the whole bunch this movie. But like he does a good job and he says, like, they're not going to believe that I was driving. Hmm. You know, because yeah. it's his car. He tells everybody that nobody's allowed to drive the car and he's drunk. They're going to believe that he was driving. Right. But my counterpoint is Ryan Phillippe's character had his whole body out of the, uh, the sunroof and is covered it's in the dude's blood. Yes. And so, like, how is he covered in the dude's blood if he was driving? Unless he's driving with his feet with, outside the sunroof. <laughs> Right. So I think that's what I would, I mean, but I, again, you know, I'm, I'm Monday morning quarterbacking here off these guys' decisions. Yeah. At the, does it matter in that case? I mean, obviously small town, but sure. if he's like, no, I'm sober, I was driving, I hit him. Yeah. Is there really I mean, anything that they can say? Be like, hey, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you guys want to talk about just kind of how this movie wraps up uh, before we, we get to kind of get into our reviews? Just what that what happens to the murderer and kind of how, uh, how our folks make it through? Because the the way this guy goes, I think, is kind of unceremonious. Like, the guy's about to do the killing blow, right? He's got the hook in his hand. He's about to kill Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. Um, he gets his hook caught in, like, the rigging or something in on the ship. And then he and then Freddie Prince Jr. hits a button. This guy shoots straight up the rigging. And then he shoots so hard, I guess, he hits, like, the the widget thing or, like, the, the joint of the thing. Pulley. And, yeah, the pulley. Thank you. And his hand just gets fucking lopped off. <laughs> and then the, the pulley just yeets him straight off the ship, <laughs> like 80 feet away into the water. And I'm like, wow, they straight up just yeeted him off camera and the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Well, the movie does not end. We have a great ending well, scene. Right. Yeah. No closure. And like you, you see him get shot off into the you've, you've seen this man nearly die. He's got a constitution yeah. score of 20. He's nearly <laughs> unkillable. He gets yeah. shot into that water. And honestly, I was like, 
There's another one, isn't there? Yeah, and I'm not, I don't know if I was fully aware of whether or not there was a second movie, so I Googled it. And it's like, yep, there is a second movie, and he's still fucking alive. They fucking team-rocketed this dude. Like, he shot in the air, and, and he turned into a star, and he came back. Like, the double tap wasn't done here, and, like, even the cop was like, don't worry, the body will show up. They... Usually do most of the time. <laughs> kind of walks off, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. And then I think they do another flash forward, don't they? Like a year later. Yeah. With uh, with JLH in the dorm room. Now she's got closure. She's like, oh, whew, thought I murdered a guy, um, but I did. Said I murdered a different guy. I did. I did. <laughs> Some guy did probably die, but it was. I guess it was justified. I guess in her in her mind. So and then she's in the dorm room. And then she, in perfect handwriting, she sees another message. I still, I still know. And then the longshoreman breaks the window and attacks her. But it rolls credits. But I think this raises the other question about the longshoreman outfit. Like this guy's How in all get into a yeah. all girl storm in Boston. The, and this guy's in a full black longshoreman outfit with the hat with the hooks. And how the fuck is he in there? I know he's got a stealth skill of like twenty, but that's just bananas, right? Like. I you gotta yeah. check the fish yeah. in the shower. <laughs> and he's in the shower. He's in that room. And I, you can't even get into a normal, like, shitty dorm hall. Like, you know, Jace, you and I had the same dorm hall. Yeah. Like, they, they check you when you come in. Yeah. And if you come, if you're nine feet tall in, like, a big-ass rain jacket with hooks, they're going to be like, whoa, they're uh, salt guy on the front of those salt packets. Like, where are you going? You what know, are you they're here gonna... for? I just feel like this guy, he has some kind of mystical power where he's perfectly silent nearly indestructible and i think he's afflicted with the same type of knee problems as michael myers where he can't like kind of run because he has all this raw power um because like he's just he's kind of slowly sauntering absorbing all these hits towards all his kills uh you guys you guys ready to get into our movie meters do you think we we uh we said enough i think we've said enough i think we've said everything that can't be said in like a one person discussion all right so uh i guess we'll we'll get into our reviews uh this season we are utilizing the spiritometer which is a measure as ryan mentioned of how holiday e this movie is so this one here for a spiritometer i think it's going to be pretty low I, I was kind of thinking about this. We we talked about how to make this more Fourth of July because this this one wasn't hitting it for me. First of all, the killer it was crab themed. It was it was fish themed. Okay, it was totally not Fourth of July themed. Yes, we did get a oh my god, it's Fourth of July and happy Fourth of July as as he tries to do a killing blow. But that that's not gonna do it for me, guys. I got a few fireworks scenes, but I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't seeing those grills ripping. I wasn't seeing those Bud Lights cracking open and those hot dogs getting horked down. This thing is going to be probably a one for me. I think they did, a, they did an obligatory fireworks shot and they said 4th of July. But this ain't like a 4th of July movie, dude. This is a fish movie. If there was Don't a fish holiday... Oh, the four, dude, that pageant also was a fish pageant, too, because it was like the the horker. <laughs> they had a huge fish and like she was on a fish parade float, man. Like, so I think they could have done a lot to make this more uh, holiday themed. And I think it would have been more memorable if, if this dude was shooting uh, wrist fireworks and uh, Roman candles at at these people he's trying to kill. So it's going to be a one. I disagree, man. I counted the yeah. 4th of July references, and okay. I got to 10. 
and I spaced out for a good 20 minutes. So I'm assuming it's yeah. at least 11. I don't, I don't understand how yeah. that could be. That could be a one. Like it's lip service, Ryan. This to me, isn't there to me like uh, that's almost like this is not even a holiday horror movie at all. And well, it's just a normal horror movie would be zero. Like I, w- I wasn't going to go there. But I'm kind of on that. I'm kind of on that. I don't know. I'm pushing through the hole. Don't, don't. He's getting closer so to I'm it. I'm gonna go with okay. A dramatically different. Absolutely. Okay. I'm I'm on the other end of the scale. I'm gonna give it a three. Strip of ice score. Three times as much Fourth of July as Denali saw. I don't know what he was watching. <laughs> There's not much else to say with a low score like that. Uh, yeah. You're kind of right. It, this could have been a movie where they go to a campground for the 4th of July and get killed in the woods. I think um, ultimately it's not really the biggest holiday horror movie. I'm glad we watched it. So we have one on the lower end of the spectrum. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. It's always fun to see the motes and bounds of the uh, of the actual genre. So a three. What else is there to say? Yeah, I think. You know, if you traded out any holiday, I don't think it would change the DNA, in my opinion. Right. It could be St. Patrick's Day with just yeah. like shots of beer and clovers rather than uh, fireworks. Sorry, Jace, please. I, you know, I don't want to, you know. I'm going to give it a four. It's the same move. Oh. It's the same score that I gave Halloween. Uh, I think it runs kind of in the same vein. I think they did a lot lore wise for me in this movie. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm going to give them points. The guy. It's it's obviously was like the traumatic day and the reason that he committed the first murder, but he kills people on Fourth of July. Okay, <laughs> he even right. waited. Yeah. He even waited. It was like <laughs> just wait, it's coming. <laughs> like it had to be okay. very specifically on this day. Yeah, it wasn't overly um, holiday horror themed, but it was filled with enough nuance and world building, and this guy only killing people on one day of the year that. Uh, then I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Still on the low side. I think. I think that's also about the same that we uh, gave to Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, I mean, if he was like, as he was hooking people, he was like, in order to form a more perfect union, and he like, you know, would stab them, you know, and kind of quote some more of a, yeah, declaration or the the you know the preamble. Yeah, I agree. And then I think it comes down to some of the other like the more point-based things that are that should be in my spiritometer like this guy's a jag unlike these kids Just i could have beat yeah. i could have beat the shit out of that dude i'm i'm pretty happy in saying that like <laughs> i i think a normal person that's yeah. like a normal man that's weighs like 180 pounds probably could have put up a fight against him compared to what we saw um i was going to ask you that jace your binary scale of could i fuck him up uh, oh, is this going to be a yes? Yeah. I could actually take this guy because, you yeah. know, <laughs> I think unless I had to be, this will come up in my, my actual movie meter, but wow, okay. I would have had to have been as stupid as these kids I think, to right. get killed by this guy. <laughs> all right, let's say remove all of his advantages, right? You guys are just in a drawn circle on the ground. You guys are both butt naked. Yep. Both frozen oh. hot dogs sharpened in your hands. Each get one. Who's going to come out of that circle? That's me. You're just you're increasing the odds in my favor. (laughs) 
Oh, actually, though, he's probably good at wrangling fish. So. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the sweater I get, the more grip he has. Now that is a terrible superhero. The more fish-like someone gets, the more bite advantages he has. The stupidest fucking thing. Does he wait until the people are wearing, like, scuba suits to beat the shit out of them? That might be the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest hero idea we've come up with. You know, Corndog Man could fuck this guy up. I don't know if you remember uh, from way... Corndog Man. This was probably maybe even back to Daredevil, where there was a, a corndog murderer we pitched, where he had a sharpened corndog stick and he would, like, shank people through the corndog. Right, that was yeah. the first one. Yeah, I think that was the first one. Um, because I would think this longshore man would come, like, would be rushing at him in Corn Dog Man with that like hot dog, like a Naruto kunai knife, just fucking flings it, goes through the guy's head, through his eyeball, and kills him instantly. <laughs> and the cops are like, "What? What happened? How'd you get this murder? You dropped him. He was eighty feet away." And he's like, "He fell on his hot dog." <laughs> what can I say? Anyways, uh, movie meter, I guess. Uh, movie meter for this one. Um, so I, w I watched this movie today, um, but it, w it was, it was a, a little bit before this podcast started. So I had a little bit of digestion time. Thru this movie was a surprise because I, I actually found it to be really fun. Um, I did enjoy this. I was expecting it to be kind of like a gory, cringy slasher movie. But instead, I had a lot of fun watching, uh, you know, JLH and uh, FPJ and uh, SMG just uh, just goofing it up with uh, RP. And uh, it, it was a it was a great time. Th these people kind of hammed it up a little bit. I think like some act, some scenes, there was some lines where I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. being like, it's because you're the love of my life. And like there's music playing. and I'm like, oh, fuck. But. Uh, other times, though, I think their delivery was really great. Um, I actually liked uh, JLH as kind of like the quote unquote last girl archetype. I think she did a great job. She was believable. Um, I think the, all of their arcs was compelling. The situation was kind of had me on my toes, even though the twist kind of was a little lackluster. I, I think I was entertained throughout um, the last act where the killer is revealed and he's just a guy chasing people around a boat i think i was like this this is kind of dumb <laughs> but uh overall i think i had a good time i'm gonna give this a six um it's gonna be a little above average i think i'll give it a uh, possible recommend if you're into these types of movies um or just looking for a kind of a light-hearted slasher type movie um so it's gonna be a six for me wow i am pleasantly surprised honestly i thought i was gonna have to come in here and defend this movie <laughs> Defend a riot favorite. Uh, but this is, that's good to hear. Yeah. I think, I agree uh, with everything. I don't think the ending is great. I think the, the reveal should have been left for like maybe a very, very end scene. But, but other than that, there's nothing really wrong with this movie. And it, I think I'm, I'm teetering on like a seven, right? It, that, that's being a little generous. I want to go with a six, but I think I'm going to go with seven. Mm-hmm. I just really like the hook story in the intro with the beach scene. So oh, all the friends story. are yeah. sitting on the beach and they tell the classic scary story about the killer and with a hook for a hand or he kills with a hook or and that's actually the point is they can't get it straight. There's four different versions of this story because there's four different people at the party. 
And that's what I love most. Like that is my favorite thing in the world is telling scary stories by oral storytelling. And I wrote an entire book about the idea of oral storytelling. And this is just something that, wow, like I, I really like the idea that everybody knows this horror story. And do the details matter? Yeah, because it's coming true. Ah! Like it's very Scream-esque in that way. Um, there's almost nothing to hate on about this movie. I think the performances were fine for, you know, teenagers in the 90s. It was OK. Right, right. <laughs> there are some scenes that are terrific where I, I really like the reveal that he cut Sarah Michelle Geller's hair at night uh, when she was sleeping because he overheard her talking to her sister about their hair or something. It was a pretty nice cut, too. Like, it, it looked bad. Pretty yeah. even. Like, surprising care was put into it. <laughs> so this killer is, like, really petty. And he'll like he'll mess with people in like really really specific ways. I I love the idea of a petty killer, and that's something that the writer Kevin Williamson um, puts into his work a lot. And the idea that um, one story can have like multiple themes depending on whose perspective you're looking at it from is I think one of the greatest things about Kevin Williamson's work. And he does that in this movie by having four teenagers who some have different attitudes towards the killings. I really like. The variety of characters and to have four like maybe not like prime in their primes but like four pretty good actors they're not a-list <laughs> at this time but like uh i think this movie comes together in all the right ways i'm gonna give it a seven hell yeah oh. that's a good score i think dude i i i don't disagree man and, and i can see how this could be someone's like one of their favorite movies too right yeah like it's you know it's kind of a cult i think uh type of movie yeah especially if you're from an area like that right like there's probably people from these coastal cities on the east coast that you know connect with this in a way that we don't necessarily totally uh jace you got that uh that final movie score for us i thought it had a lot of charm the actual only thing that i want to dock this movie for is i would have preferred more uh, characters versus like the environment or characters versus the forces that be seemed like a since the beginning i know they're like you said they're dumb teenagers they really they each one of them set themselves up to fail yeah <laughs> and it's like you know it's it's kind it's needed for the premise of the movie but um i kept joking last night like they uh the rich kid whose name i'm forgetting gets killed because barry barry is watching the entire crowd looking for a killer up on top of a walkway. <laughs> and he's like trying to watch to make sure she doesn't get killed. It's like there are 200 people in that room. She's not going to get killed in front of everybody. Why, why aren't you walking? Why aren't you watching behind you in this one situation where you're supposed to be paying attention? Um, yeah. And it, it was funny. It kind of came together and I was like, I was annoyed by it, but there's charm to the movie. I liked how the movie looked. I thought the acting was was fine, really good in times, and other times it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, it was a acting. different time. Yeah, yeah, it was a different time. But like, full, fully recommend. I'm also giving it a seven. Hell yeah! Yeah. Wow. Good scores across the board. This might be one of the. Is this one of the? Oh no, Halloween was probably the highest. I think right. Halloween. We like trick or treat. Trick or treat. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's some good horror. There's some good holiday horror movies, you guys. Yeah. Quick temperature, better than Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> I was thinking about things killing because you guys were talking yeah. about whether or not Jace could beat up 
the villain. Did we talk yeah. about that in Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Do I, I really feel like we, Jace, what do you think though? Just briefly, if we didn't. Wow. I don't know. He kind of like yeah. exploded out of it. He, he's got some real, the yeah. turkey, turkey is not just a guy. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. I'm kind of reserving my, uh, f- my fight or flight. Um, I think I can't, I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm flight, flighting from that. <laughs> That's fair, dude. The, the the jock Chad bro, uh, he did get stabbed by the turkey in a one v one. So I, I think that's totally that's totally fair. Uh, he's got so a shotgun, far, dude. This this guy's a hook. Okay, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> he right. does have a shotgun. Put okay, put the turkey in this okay. movie, and it's oh. a, a turkey crossing a road, and he gets hit by a car. Oh, and the kids are like, ah, it's just a turkey. <laughs> and then they get a note the next summer. It's like, I yeah. know what you did last summer, and they're like. What could he possibly be talking about? I don't even remember that. <laughs> that might even be more American than this. Is yeah. a uh, a bird used for food in an American holiday shooting? People I know with a what gun. you did last Thanksgiving. Oh shit! Well, sweet. I, I think I think we 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 digested that one pretty good. Um, I think that's a solid recommend for for the Fourth of July season. Maybe not to get in the mood, but just you know, this is a solid summer movie. Uh, but next up, guys, we should dis- we need to decide our next That's right. holiday horror film. I somehow forget that we do this every time. I, I do. I do, too, because we get in such a rhythm. Um, the 6th of December is going to be whatever we pick. So we might want to knock out one of the Christmas movies to start off and then do a Christmas movie day of. Yeah, we should probably do two of them. Krampus. I would Kramp- be down for Krampus. I've never seen down- Krampus. There's also another Krampus movie called Krampus the Reckoning. Don't accidentally watch that. What about um, a Christmas horror story? It's where Santa Claus fights, uh, a ta- like saves a town plagued by malevolent spirits, zombie elves, and Krampus, the anti-Santa Claus. What's the name of that one? A Christmas horror story. Wow, did you see the picture of Krampus in this movie? Is he yoked? Damn. Dude, he's fucking chucked, man. He I looks see like the cover is amazing. He looks like he's from Guar, like <laughs> fight or flight. Light. <laughs> got Shatner. William Shatner, you guys. Holy shit! So, are we? What are the reviewers? We should probably watch the actual. No, let's let's watch Krampus. Okay. Let's yeah. Um, this is a bit of a horror comedy, right? This is uh, uh, a little bit in the uh, the ve- the same vein as maybe Thanks Killing, except uh, you know done a little better. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the same vein. I think it's probably more along the lines of Trick or Treat. So, still a fun romp, but uh, but but they actually try. Yes, it's got like actual people who have made movies before. It's also from the same guy who made Trick or Treat. Let's be clear. Oh, oh is is it really the it's same? Literally the same guy. Dang. Okay. I think it's interesting that Kevin Williamson made Scream, which is like the other half of the Mystery Gang in it. Yeah, and the, they're they both all... the movies that are parodied in Scary Movie. Um. Well, guys, we hope you guys will join us next week. Uh, with our screening of Krampus. Feel free to watch along uh, for the holiday season. Uh, thank you guys for listening thus far. Uh, if you guys haven't left a review yet, please take a moment and leave us a review on the old Apple Podcasts. It takes like two seconds, honestly. Yeah, just, you know, and you don't have to say much in that review box. You know, and, and listen, for those of you who have already left us a review, you guys, you. we are in your blood debt. You owe, I, We owe you one favor. Blood debt. All right? It's it's a blood debt. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. The only redeemable one I can do is give you a shout out on the show. Um, so just let me know when you want to. Oh, I can do better than that. Yeah. What's what's your blood debt, Ryan? Oh, you have to mail me your request. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Mail Ryan your blood debt and he'll he'll he'll, uh, he'll settle that. Jace, do you have a blood debt that you're willing to to put on the table? I will kill your worst enemies. No, oh, that's wow. we know. No, come on. Oh, we, Ryan, is that, is, you said <laughs> blood debt. That's okay. <laughs> I will put coal in your enemy's yeah. stocking. There, there we, we go. go. Legal in a legal way. Uh, what? We, we I'll put a stocking full stuff, of coal. You know, yeah. In, in your mailbox. In maybe. their mailbox. Is that federally compliant? Isn't there like no, some mail? No, we, but that's okay. They're not going to, they won't track us down. I'll for put coal in a white sock so it has no relation to any type of <laughs> any Judeo Christian holiday and yeah. put it nice. at the end of their driveway. Nice. Jace okay. will do that. For, for those people who reviewed us, Jace will do that. Um, and that carries forward to anyone who reviews afterwards. Just do it real quick. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, leave us, leave us the five stars and just type a little, type whatever you want in there. Um, as long as it's not, you know, as long as it's, it's, it's cool, you know, you know, type whatever you want in there. And, uh, it's, it's the biggest way you guys can help us. Um, you know, we're super psyched that you guys have been listening in every week. And so if you guys can, can shoot us that review, apparently Apple likes it. They think people with reviews is cool or something. Well, it is, but not as cool as people who leave reviews. Yo, people who leave reviews. I was just, I, I literally, I was in, a, I was in a bar the other day. And some some guy with like a leather jacket leaning on a jukebox, he was like, you know, what's cool leaving reviews. And I was like, damn, that guy probably knows exactly what's cool. So just food for thought, guys. Um, anyways, follow us on uh, on Instagram. Good boys gone bland. Uh, follow us on the Twitter at GBGB podcast. Yeah, our social media is pretty good. It's pretty good. Social media, guys. I just made a TikTok. So uh, follow us on TikTok if you're a TikToker. Hmm. <laughs> We'll be throwing up some uh, GBGB TikTok content. Uh, Jace will be doing some dance challenges. Oh yeah, so it'll be it'll be some great stuff on there. What can I do? Uh, Ryan, do you, uh, what do you, what do you, you got a talent for TikTok? You got a we, we can do a we can do like a, a burger eating um oh speed run. We can do okay. Well, I can't do them very fast, dude. I you know my my belly. Dude, that's totally fine, dude. Like so, everyone's into like fast. Bur- you can do, you can be one of the slow the slow burger guys How, can can tiktok videos be like half hour long? pretty long uh is, is that the, they they expand it i've definitely watched a tiktok that's over a minute Whoa. okay ryan yeah tiktok the clock am i right follow us on tiktok at good boys gone bland uh, these are all separated by underscores but you'll figure it out follow us on all the things and uh be sure to tell uh you guys if you guys are at a barbecue uh, provided you you know you guys are you know being COVID mm-hmm. safe, you got all vaccinated and stuff. Maybe maybe tell your uh, your grill master about us. Yeah, you know, you ever accidentally hit somebody on the road with your car? Tell them. Please call an ambulance. Don't be careful on the road, guys. <laughs> call the, tell the EMT about us. <laughs> tell the oh, Jesus Christ. Um, for for the sign off, guys. I was I was kind of playing with an idea, so. You know, every week we we kind of uh, we spin up a, a kind of a good sign off. You guys have been really good on the fly. Um, but I kind of in my head, um, I noticed some podcasts leave with some words of wisdom. And I think mm. we can kind of conjure one up with our three of our brains. So, uh, you know, kind of like a, a theater exercise people do is they kind of do like a, a word, um, you know, kind of like I'll say a word. Then Ryan says a word. Then Jay says a word. And we mm. kind of keep going until we say a cognizant sentence. And I figured we can um, give a piece of advice using the three of our brains, just kind of whatever comes out. Um, we're kind of all meshed together doing these for like almost 40 episodes now. I feel like we can kind of create a good piece of advice. Um, 
so uh, jace do you want to just give us the first word and we'll just kind of go around until we have a piece of advice whenever you fish up a river remember to soak your pointy frozen horn dog Wait, whatever. <laughs> well, what was that all the way through? Whenever you fish up a river, remember to soak your pointy frozen corn dog. <laughs> Good night.